sexy. Everything about you so sexy. You don't even know what you got. You're really hitting my spot. Oh, yeah. Yes, so. <laughs> That's as much as I got tonight. Hey, you're so challenging. Getting close to you, what I'm imagining. I just want to see you die. You gotta let it all out. Oh, baby, want you? What? A little bit hot, just a little me, me in the middle, and go just a little bit more. Give me just a little bit more. Hello, everybody, welcome to another episode of The Front Room. My name is Sebastian Edwards. For those of you that don't know, The Front Room is for best. The Front Room is a place where we recommend different forms of media, be that social media or traditional media, that will bring you just a little bit more joy. And that was me losing track of all kind of lyrics on Liberty X. What was that song called? Oh my God, I got a complete blank today. I'm going to stop and we're going to find it out. Hello everybody, how is your life? How is your world? How is the world that you see outside your window? How is the world that you see from your TV? Because, ladies and gentlemen, Ladies and gentlemen, when we started this podcast all of six months ago in a pandemic, in a lockdown situation, I did not forever, forever in my days think I would be doing this episode today. No. <laughs> you know, we normally have a phrase, yeah? I have a phrase, I say. We normally have a phrase. I have a phrase. It's called silly white man syndrome, Yeah. So normally, I'm sitting there uh, watching my TV and some fool is climbing up a mountain in the cold. Yeah, the wind is sticking to his beard. The snow is drifting it down his face. Like, his eye, eyes are going bloodshot red. Like, he's turning to the camera. And then every time you see him, as they do the time-lapse thing, there's more beard and less man, yeah? Just in a blue cagoule. Yeah, with two sticks in his hand, striving through the snow. And you're just sitting there as a black person thinking, what a silly white man. What a silly white man that you have so much privilege in your life that you have decided to leave a mountain that had nothing to do with you, yeah? Leave, go find a mountain that had nothing to do with you. Leave the comfort of your wool bed with your central heating and your running hot and cold water, yeah? With your sky and your broadband and your internet, you have decided to leave the comfort, yeah, of being able to deliver through and Uber eats food, yeah, and gyms that were open because it's pre COVID times. You have decided, yeah, that because you have so much privilege in your life, yeah, that you do not feel any hardship that you must endure hardship in order to make you a better person. And to do that, you have decided to go on an expedition. You have decided to climb mountains. What's the song that they sing in Sound of Music? Climb every mountain. Yeah, that's what you have decided to do. 
you have decided to sail boats across oceans. Now, I don't know if that's the deep colonizer energy that is reserved in your spirits or your ancestors that needs to tell you to do that, but like, I'm not here for it. You have decided to go on sheer rock faces with nothing but a pickaxe and a bit of chalk and climb freehand. You have decided to scale buildings, yeah, or walk across buildings on tight ropes, thinner than wire that holds up most girls' weaves with a big stick. There's one universal thing that relates to all these people. It's always, always, always white man. Yeah? So when I'm sitting there, I'm thinking, silly white man. I don't need to climb a summit of any peak or any mountain. You know why? Because I'm a black man with a degree. That was my mountain clock that I climbed. I don't need to go sail in the ocean. You know why? Because I'm a black man that got stopped by the police and didn't get killed. That was me sailing across the ocean. I don't need to walk a tightrope, yeah? Across two skyscrapers on a piece of wire with a stick. You know why? Because I have a job and I work in a workplace full of white people and every day I'm on that wire just balancing, just balancing. Because at any moment you could do something, could that stop go dropping? You would drop in the abyss of white privilege. So that's why I say, yeah, when I say silly white man syndrome, you have some kind of scale of my what I and perspective of what I call silly white man syndrome. So you can imagine what the first thing that what I said. When I was sitting here and Amanda Seals went live and told me to put on CNN and I saw all these white folk scaling the Capitol building in America, just scaling the building. Now, some of them used the door, but then silly white man syndrome got them and they decided to scale the sides like Spider-Man. Yep. My first reaction was... That silly white man syndrome, American style. But you know what? We're jumping ahead. <laughs> We're jumping ahead. So I haven't even done a proper introduction. I haven't even given you the lowdown of what life is at the moment. Mainly because life is uh, like, it's Groundhog Day up in here. We're in the lockdown. I'm sitting in my, sitting up in my room. Done this job before. But yeah, we're sitting in the upper room in like Brandy. I'm trying to find positive ways to open up my business into new light. So we started a fitness podcast last week. Woohoo! And then the fuckers didn't put it on Apple or Google, so no one could find it. That was joyous. So we're going to do episode two this week. And then also going to have more bits and bobs. I actually really like doing it. I really like the process of doing it. I feel like... This is my sanity. The other podcast is my reality. So in the other podcast, it's a lot less me talking and letting my brain play out on the microphone. It's a lot more. These are facts. This is where you're not going to like me if you're a body positive campaigner and your ass is obese and we're in a pandemic because I'm going to call you fat. It's much, it's a lot more of that kind of thing. So 
I'm always getting told off for calling him fat chicks fat. Someone on the very first couple of episodes, we I talked about um, one of the drag queens from season no RuPaul All Stars, and I called him fat. And I was, my mate was like, "Well, how you can't call someone fat?" I said, "Why can't I call him fat? Like he's not big boned. If he's a bit, look at him, look at him. If he was in a room." And he's so big bones. Would you be able to touch one? Okay, cool. I used to be 28 stone. I reserve the right to call anybody fat if I feel like it. Yeah? Because no one is going to tell me different. Yeah? I know what it feels like to transition from between weights. And no one is going to tell me that you're not fat. Also, no one is going to tell me. Yeah? No one is going to tell me that changing weight changes your skin colour. But we'll talk about that in a second. So... It's been a week. It's been a trial. It's been a long time. It's been more than a week. So I think it's actually going to probably be two weeks before this podcast comes out because of just the timing and recording and getting used to the other and finding material, getting back into training. I trained probably this week as well. I trained with my training buddy and also I trained at my mate's house because, you know, COVID requires that we be in isolation. So I'm not trying to be around people all the time. So I'm just like, you stand over there. When you're ready to get the bar, come with your wipes. You stand over there. Do you want to talk? It's like, we might as well actually just be talking on our phones because the level of shouting that you have to do to communicate. But anyway, yeah, I saw my family, saw my nephew, again, social distancing. My mum is, <laughs> is more black than she's ever been before. Literally, every time I go to the house, I have my cycling gear, because I cycle, I don't take public transport to minimise my exposure to people. But, yeah. And then when I get into the house, um, before I move anywhere, I have to take off my shoes. She gives me a black bag and a towel, <laughs> And I have to go into the bathroom, strip all my clothes off, put them in a bag, spray them with disinfectant, shower, change. And then I have to put on a fresh set of clothes that I have in my bag. (laughs) Because those are my house clothes. Yes. I'm like. Do you know when you were kids and you went to secondary school and as soon as you came off, came home, you knew that you had to take off your uniform before you did anything else in the house? That is my kind of mother, yeah? That's how black my mother's got in this pandemic, yeah? I expect, I truly expect the next time that I go back to the house that we have the 1980s plastic flooring that you used to have them strips going all through the house so that she can wipe it down easily obsessive but not really you know so it's time for this week's ratchet and righteous this might be the longest section this week now since we've been away yeah many things are happening in the world mostly what's been happening is that the insurrection in the Capitol Hill and everybody's seeing the racist people actually going to war with their own country. I'm very sorry for all the white people that thought that anybody that was named as a terrorist would only come in a form of meddling. No, your people got that down pat. They always have done. Now you can't deny it because it's been on your TV screens. So my first ratchet goes to Anybody 
that denies what happened on Capitol Hill wasn't a racist white supremacist based terrorist attack. Let's just start there. You had zip ties, you had bombs, you had gas, you had loads and loads of different forms of arms as in guns and machetes. You were violent to police officers. You had police officers trapped indoors. You had members of your own parliament or congress or the senate kneeling on the floor with the security guards pushing them down, covering their faces in gas masks so that they wouldn't fill the gas that you were spreading across the room. So let's just call you what you are. Yeah? Do you know... This incident to me brings up that topic when white people go to you that they don't like being called white people and they find it really highly offensive. That's the same when the white terrorists don't like to be called terrorists and they find it highly offensive. I laugh and then call them white terrorists. Next, we have the KK gays. Hey, gays. Yeah, I haven't thought of, forgotten about you. Let's re- be really truthful. The, one of the most disturbing things that I saw over the last couple of weeks, especially as a black gay man, watching these issues go unfold, unfolding, go unfolding, unfolding in front of my eyes was the fact that there was a certain protester, yeah, with his face painted in white, red and blue and with that stupid beaver hat on top of his head who became the poster child for this insurrection. And the reason why I'm deeply disturbed by you KK gays is that for those of you who posted something about Capitol Hill, just so you could have a picture of a man that you fancied on your timeline, regardless of what the statement was about the man that you put on because let's be honest and let's be real i have seen loads and loads and loads of gay instagram twitter tiktok profiles putting up a picture of this man with his top off yeah screaming into the wind because you fancy him not because you're anti his cause not because you think he is an abomination, not because you want to highlight the plight of black people in America, not because you want to say to other Republicans or other white people that he is a white supremacist and needs to be weeded out from your culture, not because you're trying to get him arrested, because you fancy him and want him up your batty or you want to sit on his face. Let's be real. So for every single white gay, every single white gay company that posted him because you fancy him or are attracted to his body, regardless of what he says out of his mouth, regardless of his actions or his politics, I would like to say shame on you. And most importantly, yeah, we see you. We see you for what you are. We see you very clearly. Yeah. And this includes, yeah, this includes some black gays too. Yeah, and you know who you are, yeah, by your edges, we know you as anti-black, we've always known, yeah, you think that you're going about this thing discreetly, but we've always known, yeah, and from now on, we're no longer looking at you from side eye, we're looking at you dead in your face and telling you, 
enough is a motherfucking enough yeah i don't care what color dick it is that goes up your body i don't care what color dick it is that goes in your mouth yeah but when it comes to this politics thing when it comes to people that want to erase you uh, from the existence and try to tell you that you don't have the right to exist as a person as an individual you need to get your whole life together and if you don't i'm going to grab you by your edges yes grab you by your crusty dry edges I know that your skin is ashy. I know that your tongue be burnt from all the drugs that you've taken. I know that you're very happy to be slamming Tina on a weekend basis, but do not come on any of my timelines with your crusty edges. Be talking about this white man only for the fact that you want to eat his bum out. Fuck or you. Second ratchet for the week. Um, there's an app called Clubhouse. I don't know if you're been invited to it or you're on it because it's a beta stage with its testing so it's only available currently on apple not on android anyway so i'm on clubhouse and uh, i have joined a group on clubhouse which is a bisexual uk queer black, black group like yeah many letters many spectrums but basically it's not for straight people so my ratchet for this week is all the motherfucking straight people that keep on coming into the group and saying stupid, irrational, backwards things like, oh, you gays are going to burn in hell. Take that same energy, shove it up your mother's pussy. Because if we're on that app, yeah, and we're in a room that is for gay, bi, queer people, on one of the blackest apps that you have ever seen, it means that most of us in that room have no fucks left to give. Okay, cool. Righteous for this week is a bit of a collective. I know the podcast is made for, well, I know this podcast is made for me to um, express myself, express how I'm feeling and show a little bit of joy and share that joy to you as a public. But sometimes it's, it's, it's especially in this lockdown, it's been really hard. It's been hard to drag myself up. It's been hard to record. I needed to take a break because I wanted to do another podcast that was more commercial. And at the same time, there was always a, a question in my mind whether I should bring this particular podcast back. And every time I thought, or I think, thought that I should particularly spend more time on promoting and pushing and like doing social media for 140% fitness, what kept on coming back is you people telling me, um, no, you need to keep going with the front room. You need to keep on making it every week and you need to keep putting it out. So I just want to say thank you for everybody that is waiting for season two. <laughs> I know we started on season two <laughs> unofficially at the beginning of the year, but there's been a gap, yeah? So thank you for everybody that's listening for season two. And you know what? I haven't made the commitment lightly. We're moving the podcast to Friday. We're going to make sure it comes out every week. And I'm going to make sure that whatever form, whatever stories, whether it be This Is Why I'm Single, whether it be a Joyful Noise episode, yeah, we're going to just try and play around with it a lot because this been, it's, it's, this is not going anywhere very quickly. This world is not changing quickly. This world is in a state of flux. And even when we come out of it, I don't think there, 
the status quo will go back to what we think it was or thought it is very, very quickly because, I don't know, this experience should have changed you in a slightly way. Slightly, slightly, slightly many ways, actually. So thank you for that. Also, I want to say thank you to or this week's Righteous is going to be my favorite podcast family. So the AO2 boys, um, Lee Gray and JJ Revlon. Thank you for all your nice comments over the last couple of weeks. And yeah, thank you very much. Now we got that out of the way. Yeah. Righteous for this week, Amanda Seals, Yamanika, and friends. Especially Chloe Haley. Um, I want everybody and every other black comedian, black female that has allowed me to come off this world, in the world of social media, in the world of looking at news reports and just relax and decompress and find myself again. Thank you very much for that. And also, it's it was nice over the last couple of weeks to see the rise in voices that are saying to the majority that we see your bullshit for what it is and that we're not going to allow you to get away with it. So anybody that has been standing up for themselves, for other people, that has been saying the right things and also challenging the status quo in the last couple of weeks, especially when they try to gaslight you from not seeing or not hearing, not viewing what you've actually seen, then thank you very much for that. Um, the last righteous goes to, I'm not going to say his name because apparently he's getting death threats, but there is a video of a black security guard waving his baton while being chased through Capitol Hill by the mob of angry white men that is the white supremacy terrorist. So, we are going to say thank you for him. Because when he first got released onto social media, when the images of him got first got released onto social media, everyone was taking this man for Egypt. Everyone was taking his man for fool. Everyone was saying that he needs to be doing this and he needs to be done, doing that and he needs to be going this way. Why didn't he just give up and let the racist people pass? Why didn't he just duck inside a uh, cabinet and hide himself till the racist people were gone? It took nearly three days for it to come out that the reason why the security guard was doing the actions that he was doing, as in looking back, making sure the crowd was there and leading the crowd away. It was because he was what he was actually doing was leading the crowd away from where they actually wanted to go and saving people's lives. So we salute you for that. Time for this week's recommendations. So my first recommendation for this week is a bit of a throwback. Yeah, I want everybody to go on their... YouTube, go on wherever it is that they download videos from and check out um, Beyonce's Super Bowl performance. So let me explain. On the week where the insurrection happens and the news was just filled with dreary, dreary, dreary stuff, I just wanted something really black, really positive that makes me feel really, really happy. And there was a moment in the Super Bowl, yeah, just after... Baby boy, yeah? Where the lights change on the studio. 
and Kelly Rowlands pops out and just handles it. She just handles it. Yeah? And then Michelle pops out and just handles it. And then Beyonce, Michelle and Kelly become this three child. And um, that is my joy space. Yeah, if you don't know me, you don't know why, but I am a Destiny Child freak. And when Kelly Rowland popped out of the gym, I was standing in fitness first, yeah, training, because it was Super Bowl was on the t- the big screen TV and I dropped my weights and I was just like, oh my fucking God. There's a lot of swearing in today's episode, I'm sorry. Anyway, so yes, Beyonce's Super Bowl performance. So I have two different recommendations for TV for you to watch this week. Both of them are about 10 episodes long and both of them are period dramas. One is a science fiction one and the other one is a romance one. Yeah, but for people that don't know their history, they will think that both is science fiction because they couldn't possibly be true. So the first one is A Discovery of Witches, which is a novel by Deborah Harkness that Sky One has made into a series. Now the first series came out about two years ago because of COVID and now they've done the second series which is the whole of the second book. There are three books in total available on, I got it on Now TV because I don't have Sky. So yeah, little tip, you can have a free trial on Now TV for seven days and by the time you finish those seven days you can watch all 10 episodes and done. You can also watch Watchmen, because it's on HBO on Now TV, just say. Anyway, so the second TV program is a song, song, is a show called Bridgerton. Now, the reason why I said both of these shows people think will be science fiction is because in Bridgerton, we have a multicultural historical cast, yeah? So a period drama set in the Georgian times where there are actually black people. Now, the reason why I say that people may think that this is not a possibility is because if you look at your cultural references, especially as an English person, you will find that we were here even in Georgian times. So the Queen Charlotte was actually part of the Portuguese monarchy and she was mixed. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, so actually Bridgerton is a lot more accurate than you think it is, people. Yeah. So, one, Bridgerton, which is available on Netflix for you to download and watch in your pleasure. Just so you know, if you're not used to like shows that actually are full on steamy, uh, where they're ripping off the bodices, literally ripping off the bodices, yeah, then don't watch this. But then watch it anyway. Just skip forward, you know, you have a forward button. And the other one is A Discovery of Witches. Cool. Musical recommendations for this week. I have two musical recommendations for you this week. The first is Jasmine Sullivan's new album, Hotels. Yeah, Hotels, not Hotel, Hotels, which basically is her first concept album. Jasmine's been away for a long period of time. Her mother's got cancer, so it's been a stressful life for her. We wish her mother well, but we are very, very glad to see 
to hear Jasmine's beautiful, beautiful voice. She has one of the best voices in R&B. It's so descriptive. It's so soulful. The range and the way she uses it and the freedom of choice in the way she sings is amazing. So Jasmine Sullivan, Hotels. And then the second is a new single by Neo. So it's Antidote. It's a collaboration with an Afrobeat singer. It's one of the best, like cross, like cross genre, like properly good, good. When you know Afrobeat is a specific genre, and other beer from other places doesn't really match it, but this tune bangs. Go and find it. So it's Antidote by Neo. So my last recommendation for this week is two podcasts these are two podcasts by black queer voices in the uk one is the 802 podcast yeah and there is a special reason why i recommend it this week so if you tune in on wednesday you'll find out and also last week friday yeah well last week when you're hearing this recording they did a back of the bath episode that had me in stitches. It was so funny. And then the second recommendation for this week, podcast-wise, is a podcast called Wolves in the City. Now, if you listen to this podcast all the way through, then I've had two guests on separately, one called JJ Revlon and the other one called Lee Gray, both of which make up two-thirds of the members of Wolves in the City. The third one is Carnage Kills. Now, they are back for season three. It's been a very long wait, yeah. I got a text message uh, a couple of days ago saying, we're back, and then it dropped today. So, go and enjoy it's so lovely to hear the conversations. I'm I'm biased, obviously, because I know these bitches, but it's one of those podcasts which is open enough and they're different enough in personalities for you to gain something as an individual. And last but not least, least um, go and check out my podcast, 140% Fitness, for you, all your fitness needs. So there's no, so I have a question and there's no, this is why I'm single this week because this episode has been long enough. Thank you for everybody that has been listening to me so over the past six months and let's make it six months more at least. Um, I just want to say quickly that it's been a weird ride recently because I did the stupid thing of checking in my numbers on Instagram and Google and I found out that since... Um, me talking more politically about my blackness and my queerness, that my business page, the people that have followed it, has gone down. So here's what I am going to do in this 2021. My New Year's resolution is that for every person that dumped my page because I was talking the truth about my queerness and my blackness, I am going to add three more people. Yes? Yes, for every person that got rid of me because of who I am, I'm going to find, I'm going to link, I'm going to reach three more people in that number so that I can build my business in the way that I like. I do not care anymore. 
about how people feel about me being gay. I do not ask for people's permission. I cannot be bothered with that shit any, any longer. I will not go quietly into the night. If this is going to be the last thing that people hear from me in the world, I want them to know that I don't give a fuck about your bias. Yes? Cool. Anyway. That's me for this week. My name is Sebastian Edwards. You can find me at 140% Fitness on Instagram, 140% Fitness, the podcast, available on Spotify, available on Apple, available on Google, as of today. Whoops. And you can also message me at 140% Fitness at gmail.com. You can also find me at the Front Room's Instagram page. Thank you very much for listening, people, and I'll see you, you'll hear me, same time, next week.